It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. That's that's right. This is Terminal News, and that's a new intro that I'm still not used to. <laughs> so, but it's an awesome intro. It's very awesome. Um, wow, so, that wasn't egotistical at all. Yeah, good job me. Yeah, good job me. I made a cool ass intro. Um, so I'm Justin. I'm joined by Frost in studio. And from from afar, we have Marcus. I'm inside the Corona Sphere, literally. <laughs> um, so I should probably, since everybody's at home, most people are at home listening to their shows. I'm sure not a whole lot of people doing the whole commuting thing. You may be around family, so I should probably note a quick disclaimer: we are not explicitly not safe for work, but we do say the bad words. At some people would not be happy with hearing. So I'm just going to say that right off the top of the show. I've what are you glaring never, at me for? I've never I've, said I've a I've curse. Just, I'm, just under, I'm just trying to understand why would you, like, people should be familiar with it by now. That we, if we have new listeners, uh, holy Jesus, you think we're just going to be stuck with the same yeah. 20 listeners until that's the end of feels, time? That's what it feels like. If you are a new listener, please let me know because it feels like we've only Hey, what are you doing to people. promote the show, huh? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. That's your, that's your job. I was going to cuss. <laughs> so yes, we say the bad words in this show. Um, and we give you all the news. So we're going to jump right into the chronosphere. I, I got to get my hazmat suit on because Marcus is already in there. I don't know where Marcus has been and he doesn't know where I've been. So we got to social socially distance ourselves for this uh, uh, segment. So we're going to talk about the all the coronavirus stuff impacting the video game uh, uh, industry right now. Get out of my coronasphere. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's my bubble <laughs> it's my bubble it is six feet of space <laughs> speaking of which did you ever did you see a video someone someone actually was walking through a grocery store like in a bubble like it's i don't the know smart if thing to do they saw that was, movie bubble boy <laughs> it was a terrible be- bubble and like she had like a handler with her and like a guy was like trying to film her and she like kept trying to like block block at him out from seeing her face and the guy was just like she's like she's very she's very uh paranoid um she's she's very sensitive about um outbreaks and viruses that's why she's in the bubble and he like kept trying to push the guy with the camera away 
<laughs> finally someone in the store is like okay you got you guys gotta leave you're like causing too much of a, a commotion back here with your your goddamn bubble and i thought that was hilarious so anyway uh combo breaker cancels fighting game tournament for 2020 zero surprises the, yeah with zero surprises it was scheduled for may 22nd to 24th it's canceled um apparently they're just gonna skip 2020 not even de- not even a delay um also quakecon 2020 is canceled uh, another big surprise um k-pop stars april fool's joke pretending to have coronavirus that that's that not really an seems, april fool's joke that's a really shitty april fool's yeah, that joke that really seems like a it seems uncharacteristic for a lot of k-pop stars like aren't they supposed to aren't they usually super considerate about their fans and stuff Really? I thought K-pop stars were fuckboys. I don't... Oh, I thought they were... I don't know. I, go, I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm just being racist. I don't know. <laughs> what if I'm being racist? <laughs> That's racist. Jay Jong wrote that he had contra- contracted the virus, adding, it was careless of me to live, disregarding all of the cautions provided by the government and those around me. He then apologized for possibly infecting others, and I thought that this would never happen to him. Turns out it was a prank. Um. Now I, the I, real prank is that he actually got it. What? No. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I, that would be. I, what I he feel, probably. I feel people don't understand what a prank is. This is. Yeah, why, I don't. I I don't know. It's just like that's just a lie. That's lies aren't pranks. <laughs> yeah. So that's a that's a bad April Fool. I don't like April Fools. Yeah. I honestly I have forgotten every single quote-unquote holidays since this whole ordeal began like, i forgot fucking saint patrick's day i forgot april fools the only reason why i realized it was april fools <coughs> okay i forgot the uh i only realized that it was april fools when i went on the discord and they did those stupid like ping messages like oh you have a message waiting in that in that channel okay and you go to click on it and the bubble turned into like a uh, rick roll I thought it was really funny. I didn't see that. Um, it was funny. <laughs> Nobody cares. My my experience with Discord was that all the anime channels I'm in decided that they were going to be furry channels. <laughs> like every every single like I'm in. There are already in, furry, ch- furry channels. Yeah, they already they are. were. They just weren't in name. Um, no, like I'm in a good handful of anime uh, uh, Discord channels and. Every single one of them, their prank was, yeah, we're a furry channel now. Just because so, that anime so yeah. happens to be Beastars doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm not watching Beastars. It looks like garbage. Man, you should watch Beastars. I'm not going to watch Beastars. <laughs> There's way too much better stuff for me to watch that isn't going to like bleed my eyeballs. Well, that is your own choosing. <laughs> I still gotta finish symbiotic symbiotic titan. Okay, watch that. That's that's better. <laughs> um, so Sony donates ten million dollars to uh COVID nineteen response fund. So yeah, they donate to the WHO. That was with all the money they're saving by letting the employees at Naughty Dog go home. <laughs> God, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, The Last of Us two delayed without a new date. So expect that. I don't know when. And yeah, as far as I know, the game is actually complete. It's just. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Dottie dog, they're all at home. (laughs) Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's for financial reasons. Like I'm sure they're may, they may be not. Well, I hesitate to believe they, I think that what they're scapegoating is that they're not able to print enough copies. 
Yeah. Which and I don't could, believe that, but. It could not, it, it might not be that they can't print enough copies, but there could be just supply chain issues with yeah, that. But and they, that's kind of what know. they're scapegoating. But I, I personally think like maybe not the best time to make a game and put out a game about an infectious disease. <laughs> like, yeah. A pandemic like based game a, is probably <clears throat> not the best idea. It's like that episode of Bojack Horseman where they're like, now's not the good time to make a TV show about what was it like school shootings or something? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> the thoughts and prayers episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, I, I like, I, I have zero doubts that last of us will sell, but I think it's, I think it's going to have less sales. Oh yeah. I mean, right now with people pandemic. being like, wow, I can't like pay rent right now. I'm certainly not going to drop $60 on a video game. I mean, I, most I think people. that's <laughs> crucial in that. But then in addition to that, it's also going to be uh, like just the subject matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that exactly. Um, so um, instead of closing video game retailer provides employees with bullshit coronavirus safety tips. Um, so this uh, in response to COVID-19 pandemic game X exchange corporate felt it was best to send employees with what amounted to a chain email full of bogus prevent prevention tactics. Their advice included gargling vinegar, drinking lots of water to what? neutralize the virus in the stomach what? and utilizing sunlight to remove it from clothing. All what? of which are practices that have been thoroughly debunked by medical professionals. What the fuck? Why can't they just be like, just make sure you you wash your hands. Why do they gotta? Why do they gotta add some pseudoscience shit? I'm willing to bet it was that same thing that um, your dad my, sent out. Yeah, my yeah. dad sent out to everybody, which I had already seen like two weeks before he sent that. Out. <laughs> I know. I thought I really wanted to text him back and be like, "Just stop, like, <laughs> just educate yourself." It was really funny. My sister replied, "Those are great tips, thanks." And he was like, "You're welcome." I didn't even respond. I was just like, "I, I don't, know. I, I don't like, want to rain on anybody's parade with this, like, because I don't want to be the asshole." I know. I was like that today because everybody at the post office today was wearing one of those homemade masks. Now, like, those are the fashion statement, and everybody's got it's like, like those I aren't saw, doing anything. Yeah, and I really just want to be like, don't, don't wear those. Uh, if I sneeze in your face and I'm sick, you're going to get you're it. Gonna it's, get it. Yeah, That's it's not, not gonna... going to help you. And I'm sorry. I saw a really cute older couple wearing masks at the gas station today. Like they're like super old. I'm like, why are you guys out? But they're just like walking around like really slow, like hunched over with their masks on. That doesn't sound cute at all. That sounds like <laughs> they looked like a cute old couple. I don't like old people. <laughs> Jesus. See, this is why Darn we it. have that not safe for work rating. <laughs> no i just i just don't you're I, triggering everybody's bosses right now i just don't like i don't no i don't i like older people i just don't like really like where's the cutoff like i don't work. Yeah. <laughs> when you start to get a hunch and you have to walk like <laughs> my grandma miles. had a hunch <laughs> she could tell anything of any situation Sometimes old people make me uncomfortable. Okay. Especially Since the person the, who's going to have a hunch by the time you're like 40 years old. She was a I detective. A okay. Right <laughs> My grandmother was about. a detective. I'm a. The hunches she had. <laughs> a hunchback of the LGA headquarters. That sounds so awesome. <laughs> oh, God. I almost said, oh, it's so stupid. The hunchback whale. What would a hunchback whale look like? <laughs> 
<laughs> you mean a humpback whale? No, no. no the, what would a hunchback whale look like? <laughs> I think it would look the same. You think so? It'd probably yeah, look like it a goblin shark. Decrepit looking. A <laughs> goblin shark. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah oh god okay moving on uh mixer gifts all partnered streamers 100 dollars to help during covid 19 pandemic i'm sorry what <laughs> i could keep a straight face during it's a good gesture but so mixer gifts all partnered streamers with 100 dollars to help during covid 19 pandemic it's a nice gesture it's a thought that counts ninja doesn't need more money yeah, fuck ninja he doesn't need a hundred dollars yeah it's sometimes i mean sometimes you like it's like the thought that counts but at some at one point is it like you know what just keep your money i don't know i don't know who am i to say that maybe that's a hundred dollars that somebody needs a fucking it hundred dollars to me i'll be like great thanks yeah but it's not to me so i can poo poo on it all i want <laughs> Just like I would poo-poo that stimulus if none of that money was coming to me. Hey, I make $500,000 a year. Where's my stimulus? Crickets. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the hunchback whale. <laughs> still thinking about those hunchback whales. <laughs> a man can dream. <laughs> Aren't you afraid of whales? Not hunchback no, whales. They can't hurt me. Oh. They have a hunch. I thought it was just dark water. Dark water. Deep dark water. Pirates of dark water. I gotta I go. I gotta watch that show. Last time I talked, <laughs> last time, if I recall correctly, I, I think he, Marcus legitimately has a phobia of whales. It, it's a lot of things. Killer whales. <laughs> it's a lot hey, of Those will fuck you up. It's a lot of ocean stuff. Ocean's a scary place. It's not a place for humans. I uh, see. There's a I, reason we're on the land. <laughs> you guys can fly in an airplane and that's what it feels like. To me, the no, because we belong you, in the sky. We, no, we don't. See, I'm the ocean Red Bull is made it that way. Fine, the ocean you can you could float in it and fine. Have you ever heard of Superman? <laughs> <laughs> He's not a human. <laughs> well, He's an alien. The Kryptonians they fooled us. Uh, um, they fooled Penn and Teller. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So unsurprising, more unsurprising news. Board games are having a bad time. I mean, you already touched on this with the stuff that you've been kickstarting where like everything is being delayed for board yeah. games. Well, and then like there there's board games going up on Kickstarter. And I was like, I, I wouldn't do that right now. Yeah, why, are you, like, why are you launching a Kickstarter campaign in the middle of a pandemic? That doesn't seem like a good idea. Speaking of, I, I could have dropped this at a later point, but I'll drop it now. Uh, t- Gloom Gloomhaven's having a follow up on Kickstarter right now, which has made like almost seven million. Yeah, that seems crazy. insane to me. But I was, I I, and I was that. like, it's a pandemic. I mean, I heard, I know it's a good game and all, but it's a pandemic. People are desperate for a game that they're gonna get in two years. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's called a uh, Frosthaven. Uh, but yeah, the to back it, it's like what is the lowest one on here? It's a hundred dollars for just God, like Jesus. the bottom tier, and then one one forty five for the middle, and then two forty if you want everything. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's like God. It it is at uh yeah, it's about to cross seven million. It's at six million nine hundred sixty eight thousand as of today, and it's still got twenty one days left. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. And I know Gloomhaven was one of the most successful Kickstarters of all time. Like, but goddamn. But I mean, us if you're not that i i'm like i i you know maybe wait yeah yeah so this article is saying that like 
like all like the biggest uh, board game shows have either been postponed or canceled. Somehow Gen Con hasn't been yet. I'm sure that's coming. It will be. Um, I know there's a lot of there's a lot of situations where like if a convention or an event has to cancel um, in a city or whatever, like they still have to pay for that use of that venue, even though they're not there. But if the city shuts down the events, then then they're they get out scot free. So that's kind of why we see a lot of places that haven't canceled their events yet because the cities haven't shut it down because they'll they'll be on the hook for all the fees and stuff if they cancel it on their own. Um, but also like board game stores are closed, so I mean people can't buy games at board game stores. Um, not a lot of publishers are like having trouble even getting games made because of the supply chain stuff. Um, as Mo- as one of the biggest publishers, uh, they own brands like Fantasy Flight and Days of Wonder. They delayed all releases from the end of March through to May at the earliest, and then that in turn pushes all of the rest of the releases after that back even further. Um, so that's not good. Not a good situation. Uh, the Game Crafter, which is uh, they produce a lot of small scale games, uh, they shut down or shutting down for three weeks. Um, uh, let's see. The Kickstarter for an adaptate adaptation of Rebellion Snipers has been pushed back. So yeah, just like a lot of people having to push back their stuff. Um, I see the phrase Doom and Gloom, and then I just think of Gloomhaven now. Gloomhaven <laughs> and <laughs> Doom Eternal. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. Board games are having just a bad time, just like video games. Um, and in that same line of video games, Japan's rating board is closing for a month. So games, uh, uh, computer entertainment rating organization, which is like the Japanese ESRB is closing down until May 6th. So no games in Japan can be rated for a month. Um, I don't know if that means that does that mean those games just can't be sold at all? Right? As far as I know, that that would probably bar them from being sold in store, but not from going on sale on other digital marketplaces. Okay, so like the Nintendo eShop, then would you'd be able to something like that? Uh, probably not them or like PlayStation, but po- probably somewhere like the Steam. third party. Oh, okay, so yeah, they're and they apparently the way that that works is they can't be. They can't work from home reviewing the games because um, they got to receive on-site training or something. So, yeah, so those games cannot be rated in Japan. So that's going to affect a lot of sales in Japan. Um, and the last thing I had here is that gaming PC builder uh, Main Gear is now making emergency ventilators. New Jersey-based comp- computer company is retooling significant portions of its manufacturing uh, facilities, normally dedicated to making... Uh, gaming PCs to creating <laughs> it, it says making very pretty gaming PCs to create very pretty emergency ventilators. Nice. These are bougie ventilators. Yeah. Not just no these ain't no ordinary ventilators. <laughs> yeah, so I want flames on mine. I want RGB LEDs. That's what I want. <laughs> I want anything that makes it go faster. <laughs> make me breathe faster <laughs> um and that's it for all the shitty coronavirus news um so what do we have on the clock here about 20 minutes deep we can jump into something else here before we take a break um get to my top news um so gamestop will close over 300 stores this year wow i mean 
I mean, they already and they already closed um, 320 stores last year. I mean, how many left are there at this point? Two in Montana. Two specifically in Billings, Montana. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's still one in Bozeman, and it has to be one in Missoula. I don't know long. about great. I don't know about Great Falls and Helena. We're coming I, for you. What do you think? <laughs> okay, so if they close one of the, I'm I have to assume they're going to be like okay, if we have cities where there are multiple Game Stops, we'll close one down because it's what if we're not doing well enough that we need all these stores, then why does the city need two Game Stops? Which one do you think they keep open here? The uh, one in the mall or the one up here? I, Where, I don't know. Cause cause the, one the, one, on town, the one on my end of town is the only one you can go to right now. That's because, the nice one. Because, technically, it, because it's like not in the mall and the mall is closed. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think the one in the mall technically gets more traffic, but the one in the Heights is better. Yeah, the one in the Heights is better. It's bigger. It's more spacey. But yeah, the one in the mall is a more central location, especially since the city is expanding further past to that direction so i say we close both of them and build a new one yeah build a new one where do we build the new one at shiloh crossing yes this this means that's nothing exactly to what our, i was thinking this means nothing to our international audience but <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad place for it actually i mean that's where that's what the the one gate the one radio shack we have left in town that's where he moved is shiloh crossing which it seems builds right next to, me. to a taco bell it seems insane to me. You can get like, games and burritos at the same time. I like walked in there once because I needed like one part. And was, there's like a big old sign saying moving. And I'm like, oh, where are you, where are you moving to? Oh, I'm going to, I'm setting up shop down in Shallow Crossing. I'm like, what? Have you seen, have you seen the new Taco Bell item? No. The human Centalupa? What? Okay, it's not really that, but it's like a triple. It's like three chalupas. Oh, yeah. So like they're like tear apart. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that. It's a human centipede, but it's chalupa. So it's a human centalupa. (laughs) God. Yeah, I saw that. It's almost like a a tear, like a like tear apart bread version of chalupas. I like I want it, but it doesn't look good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know how you feel. I'm like, that looks like the stupidest thing I've ever seen, but... Hey, speaking of stupid, guess what's back? HQ Trivia. What? Remember how we reported that they died? It was gone for like a day. Well, it's back thanks to an anonymous investor. (laughs) How much of a... What if the anonymous investor is Scott? It's it's the winner. Scott's coming back. The one winner. I just like... I like how that article... The HQ Trivia, the once massive online quiz game that last year kind of stopped paying winners for their cash. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. I think the thing wasn't the thing with HQ is that it was made by the people who made Vine. Yeah, I believe so. And they just turned out to be really shitty people. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Um, and since we didn't record last week, so Nintendo's planning to announce new Mario games to celebrate this series 35 year anniversary. Yeah, uh, but, well, I guess news not necessarily the best word, but uh, a lot of yeah. investors, uh, yeah. which the, the most rumored ones, which seem to hold water, is Mario Sunshine and uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Mario 3D World Deluxe, at least those two for, sh- for sure, uh, and apparently yeah. a new Paper Mario, which is kind of, the, the new Paper Mario one is kind of weird because like, they're just 
was a new Paper Mario that was on the Wii U that yeah. like nobody bought and nobody played because it was so close to the Switch launch. Uh, but Paper Mario Color Splash, which is apparently like it's okay. Uh, but I'm like, I, I don't, I, I personally can't see them putting out a new Paper Mario without putting Thousand Year Door on the Switch in some capacity. Yeah. But who knows? I, I think it's going to be more than just those games. Uh, the the original like rumor was like every Mario game, and I was like, I I don't think every yeah. Mario, that's like a lot of Mario games. Yeah, that doesn't seem likely. Because like I, I mean, like sure Mario sixty four at some point if they get a sixty four like game database on their like whatever it's called their virtual console type thing. Uh, yeah, like maybe, but. I was like, there's, I don't know, Mario 3, 3D World Deluxe is the one I'm I'm most excited for because, like, I, I already love that game a lot and I've been waiting for, like, an update of that that with more shit because that, I, I don't know, I know I'm, like, an outlier that I love that game more than Galaxy 1 and 2, but I know a lot of people are like, no, Galaxy 1 and 2 are, like, the, the so people will even say they're the best Marios, and especially Galaxy 2, which I'm like, they're, they're good. I'm not going to downplay yeah. how good they are, but I'm like, I, I liked 3D World better, but that's probably because I played it multiplayer a lot. <laughs> yeah. S- sim- <clears throat> simply having another person there is adds to the whole experience. And don't give me this Mario Galaxy's co-op because the player two just gets to shoot star bits. <laughs> I never played any of the Mario Galaxy games. Uh, Like, I don't know. Some people would say you're really missing out, but I'm like, I, I don't know. They're okay. Seem different. They're they're yeah they're they're really different. Like it, it but I mean like all Mario's are kind of very like at least mainline Mario's like which would be yeah your your like originals like regular Super Mario to Super Mario uh like regular Super Mario through Super Mario Brothers three and then Super Mario World and then it goes Mario sixty four. I'm not I'm not gonna no no Super Mario World two. Yoshi's Island. I don't. I'm not buying that shit. <laughs> that what game's about Sunshine? good. It's its own bullshit. And then yeah, Sunshine, which is like Sunshine is very different from 64, and then going from that to Galaxy like, and yeah. one and two, which are kind of new Super Mario Brothers. See, that's new. its own thing. Like, th- like yeah, I guess that is, that is a separate thing. Yeah, like Super Mario 3D World. Well, I saw somebody, uh, or no, no, it was on a giant bomb. Somebody asked, like, are they going to make a, like, Super Mario Bros. 4? And it's like, well, they kind of already did, like, but let, let's just put that aside. It, it, it's like, there is new Super Mario Bros. that are, like, they're at 2.5D, so they're, yeah, they kind of took that place. Yeah. Where, that's why I'm like, mainline Mario is, like, Galaxy, and then 3D World, and then up to... Uh, Odyssey. So who basically, knows? mainline Mario is where you see like the least amount of the other characters. <laughs> it, technically, yes, that's how I view it. Like, aside from 3D World, which is more 3D World, I almost view as a direct sequel to uh, Super Mario Brothers Two. Like, which was actually Doki Doki Panic, but yeah. I don't want to get into that. But yeah, <laughs> like it's more of a follow up in that type of game than it was to anything else. You know, I, I saw something recently where someone was saying that like um, Super Mario Brothers 2 was their favorite Mario game and the other ones weren't as good. I'm like, well, are you actually a Mario fan then? It. I mean, <laughs> I, I think that's a serious question because 
like Mario Brothers 2, because it was an entirely different game, but then uh, that aside, it functions entirely differently. Yeah, like, it's a completely different game. Jump on the guy's heads and like pick you, you pick them up. You don't like jumping on their head doesn't fundamentally do anything. Yeah, you, I mean, you can ride them if you jump on their head. That's what it's. Yeah, that's why but, like it's like. And then after that, they just of, went right back to the old jump on their head and make some, make some do the die. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's why, like, a lot of people do say, like, Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island, which is like it, it, they some people consider that as Super Mario World 2, but I personally don't like I know it is in the title. But my thing with that is that they went like the Yoshi games spun out of that is like, yeah, that's, that's where you get like Yoshi's story and all those like are they function very similar to that game. Yeah, which is that's kind of why I don't count that in the Mario lore. That's just the first Yoshi game. Well, and not, not first Yoshi game, but it's the first like like Yoshi adventure game. Yeah. Yeah, and then they I mean a lot of people do want like uh the uh the Mar- Mario Brothers like Partners in Time like the RPG ones. Yeah. Which that's also a confusing line but based on like the naming conventions from Japanese to English cuz in Japan uh like the the first one of those was Super Mario RPG two, and not it wasn't uh, the like God. What are they? What is it called? I'm not sure. Uh, the Mario and Luigi games. So yeah, they they oh, okay. in in Japan are just called Mario RPG. Like oh okay, which is like Mario RPG on the SNES uh, was. Like it, it, it's like those games, like very much like they drew inspiration from it. But you can tell that they're like not. It's it's definitely not the same developers because Mario RPG, like Super Mario RPG on the SNES, was uh, by Square. Like Square made that, which is kind of weird. And there is a Final Fantasy boss in there, which is real weird. It's it's a weird thing. <laughs> but the other ones yeah. were a different developer. But anyway, they they kept the name in. Japan, but then in the U.S. we got Mar- the Mario and Luigi like Superstar Saga and all that stuff. Yeah, but anyway, that's people want those on Switch eventually, and I'm sure like maybe eventually they'll make it there. Who knows? Probably. It's confusing times. All right. Well, shall we move to the next topic, and then we'll take a break. Um. So, uh, the other week Xbox had an inside Xbox. Actually, it wasn't the other week. That was that was this week. This week, there's a Inside Xbox event. And so we'll just go through the stuff that they showed here. So um, they showed a early version of Grounded, an upcoming survival adventure game from Obsidian. Uh, that will arrive on Xbox Game Preview on July 28th. Um, and they also said that Xbox Series X games can be stored on any external hard drives, but they need to be moved to the internal memory or the official Seagate expansion drive in order to play them. Yeah, which, I mean, I, I, that yeah, makes sense. sounds like similarly to what PlayStation's doing. Yeah, and I'm but, sure, like, they say the official Seagate expansion, and I'm sure that will be any expansion that can use that, like, that, I forget that flat, this... Has like that those RPMs and all that like the yeah. right, right right speed. Yeah, or, or I mean, uses that same connector, which is like yeah. right now the only one is going to be that Seagate one. But 
eventually it's it's not a first party thing. So eventually other people will be able to create drives for that. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows though? I, that yeah, we, we've seen stuff like that before where it's like it's not proprietary, but then it's just like nobody else is making stuff. That yeah, because it's expensive <laughs> as hell. I, I, I believe what's compact. It's a new compact flash standard, right? I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Because um, well, I think of the the 360 had its weird connector. Yeah, but that was actually a proprietary Xbox only thing. Yeah, it was just weird because you could open that up and like slide in a drive of your choosing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird thing, but eh, it, was, it was interesting. Um, Forza Street is heading to iOS and Android on May 5th. Oh, it's damn. Why isn't it Forza made 5th now? No. <laughs> Uh, if you play within the first 30 days, you will earn a special car as a welcome gift. So you, they're, they're creating FOMO. That's the only way place you're going to create FOMO because there's no more e, E3. Oh, I forgot to mention in the Coronosphere that sounds like it looks like E3 isn't even doing any of the on- online stuff. Like the, the online E3 experience seems to be canceled. Well, oh, well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, because, I mean, like, everybody else is just doing their own thing around that time anyway now. I'm still just so waiting for EA, Nintendo Direct. E3 has been pretty much made redundant, even though, like, they're already reaching out to um, the partners and starting to try to plan for E3 2021. Yeah, I mean, they, they got to. Like, I know a lot of people were saying that this is probably the end for them, but I was like, no, there's at it's, least it's, it's the beginning one or two of the more. End. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, there's at least going to be one or two more, because they... And let's be honest, like, the last two years were the beginning of the end. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's been a long this time. This just quickened like, the praise. Yeah, this just... I, I mean, who knows? This... If this E3 happened, it w- I was like, it, it would either be the worst thing ever, or it would be actually genuinely kind of cool. But I'm thinking I was going to lean towards worst thing ever. (laughs) Yeah, that's where I was leaned anyway. But now it's like with Corona. So it's like maybe we'll see what they this is just like going to be a double whammy for them, essentially, because like now they they don't know if what they were going to try was going to be good or bad. So they're going to just try it next year. Yeah, now they have to try next year. And then I'm like, that may be. Disaster. That may ruin them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Back to the Xbox stuff. Um. There's a slew of games announced for Xbox Game Pass. So we have Journey to the Savage Planet. Um. Football yeah, no, Manager. They didn't really give good dates on those, so I actually have the dates on these. Because well, I, I see like, April 9th for those. Uh, yeah, football, yeah. Th- those ones Journey got to the Savage, are April yeah, 9th. So. Yeah. Three Savage Planet and Football Manager 2020 will be on the Xbox One and PC on April 9th. Um, but yeah, the other ones they don't have dates for. So Mistover Strange Stranger Things 3, the game, are headed to PC ga- Game Pass sometime in the future. And you said you had the dates for that? Well, and all Vistia Chronicles. Th- those are apparently all April 9th, but they're... they're- okay. It's just weird, like yeah, because I saw yeah, Journey so of Savage have, Planet was coming, and I was like, "Oh, is it there now?" And then I it it wasn't, so yeah. I was like, "Well." So there's also Human Fall Flat expansion, Thermal, like you said, Alvastia Alvastia Chronicles, and Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah, play that Yakuza. That's technically the first yeah. Yakuza redone. I haven't played it personally, but I did zero, and you know, Yakuza is yeah. great. 
Uh, Minecraft Dungeons releases on May 26th, which I'm hearing is like a, it's it's like Diablo, but family friendly. Yeah, I'm actually really excited for that. I've never done any Minecraft anything, but... It, but this is a Minecraft that's up your alley. Yeah, I was like, this <laughs> looks like the kind of stupid shit I'd be real into. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Journey to the Savage Planet expansion Hot Garbage launches April 15th. Awesome. No, that that game is uh, it's like Metroid Prime. So that's why I want to check it out because I'm I'm a huge Metroid fan. Like it, I'm a little colder on the Prime series. Uh, I like the first Prime. I think all the the other two that came after the first one were not good. But yeah, Um, they showed off some more stuff about Gears Tactics saying there's no uh, there's a bunch of cosmetic options, but there's no loot boxes or microtransactions. Um, it's going to be included in the PC games pass at launch. Yeah. Is, did they say anything of when that's coming to console? I didn't, I didn't see anything about it. Yeah. I, I mean, it is coming to console. I know they, they have at least said that, that like, Hey, it is coming to Xbox one, but, and it's going to obviously be on game pass for that as well. But yeah. it sounds like it's launching on PC first, which is like a little bizarre. Yeah, but cool. I don't know. <laughs> um, also, they're expanding XCloud to some uh, several Western Europe, European countries. Um, and Dragon Age Inquisition Unravel 2 and Sims 4 now playable through XCloud. Um, Hotline Miami Collection is now available on Xbox One. Atomic Crops will be out on May 25th. Isn't that Atomic Crops? Isn't that the game made by is that's the game being made by rare right i have no idea on that rare, rare isn't the same anymore so i don't the yeah, i don't it's follow made what by, they do made by it's being made by new rare uh maybe i don't know i'm trying to think yeah i'm just um like, no that's what R- rare died oh, when they raw left fury nintendo. sorry I'm i was like rare, of, rare died when they left nintendo anyway <laughs> i'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I couldn't remember what the new rare game is. Um, sea of thieves. <laughs> oh, that's fuck. Yeah, you're right. That's, that is what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So see, see if these update arrives on April 22nd, uh, ships of fortune features an expanded reputation system, an overhauled competitive mode, new cosmetics, and perhaps most importantly, cats. Awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do these cats everything. have the buttholes like in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> the what? Oh, you didn't hear that the the cats movie? There was a butthole cut. Was there? Oh, someone had to go and edit out all the buttholes before it went to theaters. I did not. I did not hear that. What do you mean? I bet the, I bet the cat but, butts. What? They, they had cat. Some, the cats had buttholes. Like the cat buttholes. Like actual physical cats. You're talking about the cats movie, right? The yes. live adaptation one. Yes. Aren't they all just people dressed up as cats though? So why would there be cat buttholes? They had buttholes. I don't know. <laughs> so you mean the costumes had a butthole? I want to see what it looked like. No, they were digitally put on there, and then they what? had to digitally scrub them all out. <laughs> they digitally so put. They on digitally there. put buttholes on the the actors' costumes. I mean, they weren't. They were. They was just all like. It was they like wearing, CG costumes, weren't they? No, yeah, I for the thought most they were part. wearing. Oh, I thought they were wearing. Well, I mean, I guess I thought they were wearing like skin tight outfits. Yeah, yeah except skin where tight the green was. screen, probably. Yeah, it was uh, just a green. Do you think they had, screen. 
You know how those suits have like the green balls? Do you think they had like a green ball where the butthole was supposed to be? <laughs> so I'm, they could they know exactly where the pinpoint. Well, right. They probably did for like the tail. So <laughs> look, that means somebody had to go through and like art up like twenty something different looking buttholes. Oh god. <laughs> I, what a useless job, especially now that they removed them all. Well, I mean, well, that's the thing. Somebody had paid. to somebody had to scrub the buttholes there from two, existence. Yeah, that was that was. They created two jobs: mean, one guy to create the buttholes and one guy to remove them. <laughs> Actually, what if they just paid the, the same, same person? Guy, yeah. He's like, you made all these buttholes. You made this abomination. You, now go remove them. Do you think I he wanted had to the do like a lot of research. I think he had like a lot of bottles yeah, and stuff. Like, you see, probably, in this scene, it's, it's cold. Yeah, he so probably the butthole's like tighter because it's cold. Yeah, he had, and he had in this a, scene, it's warm, so it's a looser butthole. He had a, he had a whole Google Drive full of cat butthole pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so you could access them from anywhere in case he got the inspiration to draw a new one. I'm just... Like, this one's got like a, 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 a mole on it. <laughs> this one looks like it might be cancerous. Um, God, <laughs> cat butthole cancer. Yeah, this one uh, is one of those cats that got a. What what, what is it? The, the, well, their butthole fell out from the inside. <laughs> Whatever that oh, is, a, pro, I, I a prolapse. Yeah, they got a prolapse anus. Is what this? It's a little oh, prolapse cat butt. <laughs> That's the. All right. Well, they shouldn't have been playing with it too much. And with that, we're gonna take a <laughs> gonna take a quick break, and Can we'll you be just back. Leave me hanging on that one. What, what an asshole! <laughs> Speaking of assholes, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> hey, everybody! This is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news. And then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at OnlineWarriorsPodcast.com. All right, and we are back with the podcast. And uh, I briefly wanted to re-enter the, the coronasphere again because... I wanted to uh, give a quick shout out to the gas station dude with the whole head gas mask <laughs> that I encountered the other day. He wasn't wearing it, but it's like, you know, like the, you know, like those ones that you would have seen in like a Chernobyl where it's just like it covers up your whole head and it's like a weird leather looking mask with like the separate eye holes and everything. That, my well, friend, is a gimp suit. <laughs> um but it was like a, one of those like legit gas masks and I'm just, I'm just checking out the gas station and he just pulls this out from behind the counter and just starts waving it around. And he's like, I'm so glad I got one of these. <laughs> like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, it's rated up to even such and such amount of radiation. It's so cool. I'm like, but do you have the rest of the suit? Cause it's not going to protect you from radiation. <laughs> it's, it doesn't matter if you protect your head from radiation if your whole body's exposed to it. But that was just a, a strange encounter I had. Just some guy working it. Like I half wondered if he does he show up to the gas station wearing that and then put it back on when he leaves for the day. That's, I don't know I, anymore, man. I haven't even seen the outside. <laughs> it's the outside world. 
It's a dangerous place. I'm full taking of vitamin D supplement just to keep sunlight in my body. I mean, I'm going out in the sunlight and I'm taking vitamin D supplements. <laughs> Gotta keep that immune system hot. Been orange juice, nothing but orange juice. It's uh, great for the immune system. Terrible for my diabetes. <laughs> yeah, since it's all just sugar. Um, so we should get to what I would probably say is the biggest news of the week. We finally see what the PlayStation 5 controller looks like. It was weird because it looks kind of like a ball with these like little grabbers hanging off of it. Oh, no, wait, that's uh, COVID-19. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it's the wrong controller. No, no, it looks a lot like the uh, Switch Pro controller. It does. A lot of people kept saying it looks like an Xbox controller. I'm like, no, it's it's definitely got the uh, the shape of a Switch Pro controller. I mean, the between the two analog sticks, um, it, it's just the it, analog stick kind of, switched around. It's like with yeah. the D pad. Yeah, I mean, like with like that that spot in between the two, like where you hold the controller at, it's like flat along the bottom. Whereas like the Xbox controllers are more rounded, and the Switch Pro controller is like that, where it's kind of flat on that side i mean and it seemed like all things like kind of controversial but because it looks different but i don't know looks fine to me it's a controller it would <laughs> it would look better if it was all black yeah I, i'm i'm not for the white color scheme but i mean there's gonna be like i don't know how many fucking colors of yeah. ps4 controllers there are so i'm like there will be other yeah. colors eventually I'm assuming they'll probably start with a white one and a black one. Like those will probably be the default to you can get. Hopefully. I mean, I would hope that you can get just a regular black controller and hopefully this doesn't mean the console is this weird alien combination of black and white. I, I call it Astro colors. Astro colors. Yeah. I, cause I just, I don't know. Everyone's going weird with this, this, uh, <laughs> this generation, I guess. Yeah, and it's called the uh, Dual Sense controller. Yeah, the Dual Sense. I, I mean, don't know. The it, analog it sticks look nice when they had the close up on those. The grip looked really good. Yeah, and apparently the triggers also have kind of. It sounds like it has like the similar tech that the Xbox controllers will have, where it has that kind of pressure sensitivity, where it can tighten when you're doing something like pulling back a bow or whatever. Um, like I think I can't remember what they called it. Um, like adaptive something. Yeah, it's some sort of I forget specifically what it was, but it's it's not they haptic, say haptic fe- feedback. Yeah. But it's they say haptic feedback, but that's not referring to adaptive triggers is what they're calling it. Yeah. So it was a right I was right with the word adaptive. I just didn't know if they had a different word in place of triggers or before triggers. And it's gonna have a built-in microphone array. Instead of a share button, it has a create button, which I mean, what's the difference? It, yeah, I mean people have had all kinds of names. For what those to call those buttons, um, the one I, I still call the them start was, and select. I like the one that said uh, French fry and uh, hamburger. <laughs> that was like the best one I saw. I see. I I can't. I always call them start and select, and that was funny. I was. Well, it gets confusing now playing, that there's like home buttons and all that kind of. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because the other day my son was playing a game and he I was trying to. Tell him to do something. I said, "Well, press start," and he was like, "What button start?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, this used to be easier. <laughs> yes, the well, one, I mean, the one that like, looks like even on the PlayStation button. controller with the the big like I just call it the map button, but you know the big giant yeah the map touchpad the touchpad. 
the touchy. That is a don't ever call it that again. The touchy. Fucking yurt. I mean, well, I mean, it looks like the PlayStation Five, the uh, the Dual Sense has a sense touchy. So, a sense touchy. <laughs> dual sense touchy. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm lo- I, um, and I like yeah. the feel of the like Pro controller on Switch. So I don't know. It looks it looks so similar to that that I'm like I I don't think I would hate it. Yeah. Oh, and you know how you were complaining about how the Xbox controller was like hurting your fingers when you're pressing the triggers? I actually did experience that because I hold my controller differently when I play Rocket League. It stabbed my fingers. Yeah, because I'm actually like, I'm finding that I'm... I'm. Are you finally holding your controllers differently, huh? Should I make fun of you for it? What? What are you talking about? You said I hold my controllers differently when I'm playing Rocket League. You hold Rocket your controller League. like a freak. Yeah, slightly differently. I don't know. Like, it's... Like, I just told, like, I guess, like, I'm putting the tr- my finger lower on the trigger than I normally do. And so it's, like, actually, like, I'm pressing up against, like, the point on the inside of the trigger instead of, like, the whole trigger. Cause I'm, and I'm just holding that down because, I mean, you're playing Rocket League. You're just pr- holding the trigger the whole time. So it starts to get that stabby, hurdy feel after a while. But, uh, yeah, so it sounds like they finally caved, though. Sony did. They caved to the superior form factor that the xbox had come up with years and years ago the stabby hurdy feel no <laughs> like the general controller the general <laughs> shape of the controller because man the dual shot controllers just cramp my hands up and i don't have huge you hands say so i mean microsoft i say uh dreamcast and i will still say the best button layout aside from the black and white buttons was with the xbox duke controller if you look at those controllers, like the buttons were closer together, you could you you didn't have to move your whole thumb to use X Y A B. You could put your thumb in the middle of them and just tilt. It's a big old chunky controller. Like, the, like <laughs> the the controller itself was like huge. Maybe it didn't work for a lot of people, but like if you have like I would say like if you take the Duke form factor and create bumpers for it, and so instead of having the white and black buttons in the corners and give it better thumbsticks because they had like those kind of bad thumbsticks give it like the xbox one era thumbsticks on it like i think that would be a really good controller i feel like the duke and the slime controller from dragon quest are on par with each other (laughs) the slime controller um but yeah so i don't know i like i said it i think like the white looks bad it was really funny i don't have you are you caught up on Giant Bomb or are you like me where you don't listen to podcasts when you're at home? Yeah, I don't. I'm real behind on podcasts because I've been okay. in my yeah. house prison. So like this, the, this the announcement of the controllers happened live while they were recording their show. And so they're like, oh, we have breaking news. And there's that the uh, Oh, somebody's unveiling. They just show unveiled their new uh playstation 5 controller and like their reaction was like oh uh this looks like shit (laughs) like i can't remember who said that but they came around on it eventually but that first jarring like look at that black and white that's not good but i think they kind of came around on it eventually they're like oh yeah it's just like an xbox controller but with the swapped d-pad and um analog stick which I still prefer the Xbox method, but I'm not a fighting game guy. So the D-pad is like the thing that gets the least amount of use for me. 
Yeah, it's like fighting games, RPGs, a lot of... Uh, I mean, the Xbox controller is, like, superior for FPS games, which, obviously, FPS games dominate the market still, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, it, to me, and the first thing, the first thing that came to mind when I saw this was, like, holy shit, are they getting rid of physical buttons? Are those touch buttons? Because the first thing I saw was only the front view, and the buttons are clear, so... Looking at it from the front, it looked like they were just like, yeah, these are just printed on the controller and you just have to That'd just be, use touch no, controls. I, I would, no, I need that feedback. And yeah. I feel like I'm smashing but something down. That's that's when Gen Z and lower will just be like, okay, boomer, because, okay, millennial, you need your physical buttons. We all use touch controls now. Welcome to the new age, old man. I mean, y- <laughs> this is like a, a tactile thing. I like I need something raised that I'm like I can yeah. feel because it it just makes responses like a little quicker because I I yeah. don't have to look or anything which I mean I don't know I I don't know many people that can type on a phone keyboard without looking at the keypad yeah um yeah I can I can sometimes get in a groove where I don't have to look but I feel like younger kids are going to be better at that stuff oh yeah for sure I mean. I think something so I mean, like, like that, if, but but I, I I think at that point we're gonna just do away with the controller entirely. It's not gonna be it'll be brain control. Yeah, it'll be something entirely different. Like it might just track your hands because it'll be like more of a VR esque thing. Yeah, which that would also be kind of cool too. But that's it for the big news. Then we'll move on to the rest of the news, which I didn't actually pull a whole lot of articles because again, most of the news cycles being dominated by the coronavirus shit. So, um, so this is the first thing I pulled, which isn't, this is kind of a thing because everybody's going crazy over the tiger King, but the tiger King gets a new episode this Sunday, which will be, um, have already happened by the time this episode comes out, but, um, it's not an actually a new episode. It's just an after show with Joel McHale called the tiger King and I, I'm just saying I, I can Carol Baskin's a murderer. You don't think you can what? I don't think I can handle any more excitement. Yeah. Such a good show. (laughs) Yeah. That bitch, Carol Baskin, she, she X'd out the actual new episode. That's why I'm just saying tigers be hungry and sometimes they (laughs) hungry for peoples. Yeah. I mean, you can see that in some early episodes of tiger King where they tried to, uh, pull, (laughs) they tried to pull Joe's exotics leg off. And I know, uh, he just Those started tigers, trying like, to shoot they, at him. They like baloney. While everybody's just like, like watching him with a camera. Expired baloney. Like, oh, better not help him. <laughs> that was like a good example of them being like, look, this is how much we hate him. God. There's little baloney tigers. <laughs> Did you hear that at, at a press conference, like with the president, one of the dumb reporters actually asked him if he was going to pardon Joe Exotic? He should. And, no, I, saw, and uh, so, I saw they cut. A uh, lot of just Joe Exotic's like racist remarks from it, which in some ways I was like, he still comes off as racist. Like, <laughs> he looks like he might be racist. <laughs> like I was um, like, I'm, I'm just saying he's kind of not to profile on rednecks, but I live in a redneck state. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There was just something, some air about him that uh, gave a racist feel. <laughs> yeah um 
But yeah, so like there, so a reporter actually asked Trump if he was going to uh, pardon Joe Exotic. And he was like, wait, who's Joe Exotic? <laughs> you should know, Trump, you ran against him for presidency. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then so that someone had to like so someone had to like so they brought him up on screen. And he's like, oh, so that's. That's Joe Exotic, huh? I don't know. I I guess I'll look into it. So then, like a whole bunch of like media sites were all like like tabloid sites were like Trump is going to look into pardoning Joe Exotic. I'm like, no, he was just like he's looking into I know who this Joe just, Exotic fellow is, but yeah, it was a nothing response. Yeah, it was just like yeah, like okay, can we get back to uh, what we're actually here to talk about? Like, why are you asking dumbass Joe Exotic questions at a coronavirus press? conference because that's all we as americans fucking have <laughs> so all we have is this racist redneck Ta- racist gay redneck tiger, tiger <laughs> don't forget polygamist oh yeah polygamist he loves God. them straight boys loves them yeah you love he's so gay he, he loves straight people <laughs> that's terrible it's his only fault is he loves straight the straight boys <laughs> Okay, that's not his only fault. That's <laughs> <laughs> not his only. The other one, him, of he's just cr- fucking crazy. It's, I mean, the whole Tiger King docu thing is just like this is what happens when somebody has more money than brains. <laughs> yeah. But how did he get all that money? It didn't look like he came from like a lot of wealth. Because apparently, I don't tigers know. be cheap. They've, they're only like two thousand. Which I mean, like I think anybody can cobble two thousand dollars together. Yeah, From there, I, I think it was just the fact that like reading them and selling them and all that crap. Yeah, I don't think he ever had a lot of money. <laughs> it, it feels like he's always just been like barely making ends meet. Kind of. I mean, he clearly had like he I mean, had enough money to build that studio and all that stuff to film his like Joe Exotic TV show and promised to pay that guy a million dollars. So, I mean, he had more money than a lot of people. And I mean, like he was feeding yeah, tigers definitely for very cheap, but it was still like what they said. One tiger, it costs like $3,000 a week to feed. Well, he was feeding him for 3000. The, the other guy, Doc yeah. said, uh, 10,000. 10, so it's like, if, he, if it costs like 3,000 really a like week, the, the, the I really like the, uh, I like the juxta juxtaposition in that episode where the guy's like, "Yeah, it costs about ten thousand dollars a week to feed these tigers," and then immediately so, cuts to jokes like, "I can feed these tigers for about three thousand dollars a week." Yeah, and I was like, to, "What I, <laughs> yeah, I what might have I been actually that, a month though." I'm like, "That's that's redneck magic." <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's redneck math. <laughs> redneck math. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I'm, I wouldn't say right, I see no, a week to just be. pull into Walmart and pick up all their old stuff and bring it to feed to the tigers. See, I think I 3k like a week week sounds reasonable, not a month cuz a month that's like it, it, tigers eat a fuck ton and I mean they got to eat every day so that that tracks it's a lot of meat. <laughs> what are you going to say frost? I was just going to say that I like the like his part of his campaign was talking about how like if you're as broke as me <laughs> oh yeah i'm broke as all y'all i'm broke as fuck vote for me i understand yeah like i don't know it felt like he's uh like he would get a lot like big dollops of money here and there like especially when he sold a tiger oh yeah i'm sure because it'd just be like this is it just 10K seems like right here like and it was just i feel like, like he just spent tiger, it though. very poorly yeah and i mean that's why and then I said he'd be broke again it's more he had more money than sense is like yeah just he'd get money from selling a tiger or whatever and then be like buy and guns and would, explosives and whatever yeah, the fuck. yeah we, we gotta go out on our weekly pretend to shoot carol baskins in the river <laughs> 
just, I don't know. <laughs> it, like that alone is like, isn't this insanity? Like yeah. <laughs> you're getting such enjoyment out of pretend killing Carol Baskin. <laughs> like that, that doesn't strike you as odd. <laughs> yeah. That is kind of crazy. This sex doll. But- Carol Baskin, which was weird. <laughs> All of that was weird. I mean, the whole thing is yeah. fucking weird as fuck. But everybody's watched it. Uh, but this is this serves as a little bit yeah. of my. Uh, our well, I'm not caught up on it yet, but <laughs> I'm still I'm still about halfway through with it because I unfortunately I can't watch TV as fast as some people, and I've been choosing to actually play games for once. So, um, but we should probably move on. Maybe so. Okay, so maybe you can't explain this one because I don't know why this is happening, but people are adding Dragon Ball's Yamcha to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Like, do you mean that just, is this the Gulliver thing or is it just Yamcha? The Gulliver? Okay, you might have to Okay, Gull- to Gulliver, me. he washes up on the, the shore, but since he was, he's, you know, just like laying on the ground, people were kind of like doing faux dead Yamcha stuff with him. Yeah, I think that's it. Because there's like, it looks like a picture of like dead Yamcha. Yeah, but it was, it was just Gulliver type stuff. I mean, whatever. People people are doing all kinds of crazy shit in like okay. New Horizons. Yamcha's anyway. birthday is March 20th, which is the day uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons was released. That makes sense so too. That's, but why aren't that's they doing why. Animal Crossing? I mean, why aren't they doing Yamcha stuff in Doom Eternal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because there's no there's no art artistic aspect. I, don't, I, I think Doom guy could take Yamcha in a fight. I'm sure he could. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people could take Yamcha in a fight. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Netflix is making a live-action Dragon Slayer movie. Yeah, that seems cool. I, I think it's kind of past yeah. the prime for that, but, I mean, yeah, like, I want to see it, but... So, Ryan Reynolds is set to produce and star in the film. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was the thing I... Th- that was a big takeaway I got out of this was the fact that it's being produced and starred by Ryan Reynolds. <clears throat> Seems weird, but there it is. Oh, wait, wait, hold on here. Uh, Don Bluth will also be a producer on the film. Oh, damn, that's good because he's the, the original. The fuck has that guy been? That, uh, <laughs> living off of his riches from old school animation. No, he I don't actually know. doesn't have a lot of uh, money, actually, because most of his solo like movies didn't perform well. Which sucked because they're so good. Yeah, like Titan A uh, is really good, but yeah, they didn't. They undersold in movie theaters. But he he works in uh, costume design for like not necessarily Broadway, but I think he he works at like a theater house. I see. And then I he I believe he te- does like kind of lessons online as well for animation. I know he tried to kickstart. Uh, some animation stuff, but I don't think it reached its goal or maybe it did, but I feel like it. I'm didn't. not sure. I feel like if it did, we might've heard more stuff about it. I think it needed like a gratuitous amount of money as all 2d stuff does. And I mean, just not enough word out there. And I mean, you need to be like a hella fucking animation nerd to know who Don Bluth is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? I would think you would just have to be a 90s kid in order to know who Don I feel like a lot of 90s kids don't appreciate the arts. <sighs> but everybody knows Don Bluth <clears throat> movies. Like, yes, everybody's but I mean, like, it's... oh, I love all dogs go to heaven. Ooh, yeah, but do they know who made it? No. Yeah, I mean, that's nobody knows who made anything except it's. I think a lot of that stuff is still people will be like, oh, I love old Disney movies. 
Okay, I guess. I guess I would. I don't know. I would think people wouldn't. <clears throat> I feel anyone in this group is kind of like maybe we're too nerdy. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it's projecting a image that maybe like, like oh, all the people I know know who Tom Bluth is, but it's like, yeah, that's like a very small sample set of like, yeah, art nerds, basically. Yeah. Um, so Dan and Kevin Hageman, who are behind the screenplay of last year's scary stories to tell in the dark are, uh, writing the script for well, the dragon. Yeah. Well, I hope it ends up better than what? that. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that the other day. I often like to think about that fat, woman walking through the halls <laughs> yeah that um, was that was yeah. a thing i know um next we have near replicant is being upgraded for playstation 4 xbox one and pc yeah it's the first near it's not it's it's called replicant but it's 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 really just the first it's, near being okay. uh remastered for modern okay so so it gives people a way to play that which that that was already like fairly heavily rumored that that was probably going to happen because the um, incredible success of near automata even though like it's strange because not a lot of people played the other near games or dragon guard games uh which are all all that's in the same universe um next we have um uh, star wars jedi academy has secret cross play and pc players are killing switch users <laughs> Um, and then the picture for the article was Anakin Skywalker holding the lightsaber with <laughs> the, the younglings. <laughs> so the switch, the switch players are the younglings and the PC players are Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> I, uh, during my quarantine, I, I put on while I was playing Animal Crossing, I, I put on episode one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Anakin definitely went back and killed Sir Bulba. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> He's just, yeah, he definitely did. Um and this is like something that I've already mentioned many times on the show, but somehow was news. Um Xbox Series X is shaped like a fridge so it can vent more heat. Yep. Yeah, that was I already mean, something duh, we were talking about. It makes sense that it's like a it's like a chimney yeah. stack. Yeah, it's a yeah, I call it I call it the Xbox Series smokestack. Um Steve Thieves now has a Steam page, and then Microsoft says that it's coming to Steam soon. Well, so that, yeah, I mean, and interesting. <laughs> it's it's weird, but Microsoft's been pretty accommodating, and they've said most of their games will eventually make their way onto Steam. So, not really a surprise. Quantum Break's already been on there, so it's just more like I don't know. It, it always feels like every time there's one of these, people are like, at least there's articles always being like, "Oh wow, this thing's happening." But I'm like, it's been happening for quite some time now. Yeah. Um. This one's funny. Overwatch League players find one thousand dollars each for typing "sex" and "big dick" into chat. <laughs> Friendly fifth grade level banter between foes is all well and good, but there's a time and place for it. When you're a professional Overwatch League player, the big stage, even during a quarantine, is not it. <laughs> Oh, uh, so yeah, they post uh, the Overwatch League uh, postponed March and April matches, but they're now making up for lost time with online games. And uh, yeah, so these guys were typing stuff like sex and big dick <laughs> into the chat room and they got fined for it. That's funny. Um, NASCAR driver Rage Quits Virtual Race is definitely not mad. 
the <laughs> eNASCAR iRacing Pro Invitational Series event where NASCAR drivers are racing each other on the internet because they can't currently do it in real life is already giving us some spicy sports action. During Sunday's race, which is being which was televised, Bubba Wallace quit in the middle of a race after tangling with a rival in the most video game way imaginable. No, no, um, the most the event, video game way imaginable is to stop right before the finish line and then drive backwards. <laughs> yeah. uh, during the event, Wallace and Clinton Boyer came together a few times, which the official NASCAR account has highlights of. Um, and then to blue shell the, your opponents. <laughs> the tantrum brought some mean tweets Wallace's way after the race, which led him to come out in public and say how not mad he was before his race sponsor dropped him <laughs> in the most NASCAR way imaginable. So let's see. His tweet says, bah, ha, ha, I'm dying at my mentions right now. I ruined so many people's day by quitting a video game. Bah, ha, ha, a video game. Damn quarantine life was rough. And then his, res- his sponsor replied to him saying, uh, GTK where you stand. Bye, bye, Bubba. We're interested in drivers, not quitters. <laughs> Who was that that said that? Blue Emu. So I, don't, I don't know what Blue Emu does, but they're interested in drivers, not quitters. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most NASCAR way to drop <laughs> some of your sponsoring. Just a Twitter reply. That's great. Um, Super Mario 64's glitchy smoke has been fixed after 24 years. Yeah, I saw that. That it It's supposed to look like actual clouds, not just like a stream of uh, black smoke. But I mean, you know what? Without somebody pointing that out and fixing... I would have code, never thought that was a glitch. Yeah, no one... No, who knew? Yeah. I thought it was just supposed to be like an endless stream of smoke, like smoke, I guess, but it it's supposed to be like puff clouds. Yeah. Apparently the smoke that comes off of Mario's butt when you catch fire is broken. I would have never thought. Uh, let's see. It. I think it's like turns out the, the MS way it looked like before. <laughs> uh, turns out MS paint looking effect. We're so used to is not how the smoke is supposed to look rather after some poking around the code. Uh, and thanks to recent efforts to decompile the entire game, a patch for Super Mario 64 has been released by Zoink Noise that restores the effect of how it was originally intended. Turns out the texture is displayed in the wrong format by the game, resulting in black garbage pixels. The fix simply corrects the error by displaying the texture correctly as proper transparent smoke. It does not add any new art. The texture has been inside the ROM all along. All right, let's, let's see. Let's, huh. It's just looks like smoother clouds yeah it's just not i don't know i, I think the other but yeah way like i said like n- you never w- i never would have like thought that it wasn't supposed to look that way until you told me <laughs> so um here's another article for for you explaining board game rules is some bullshit <laughs> yeah i've i mean i, I Typically, uh, when I play board games in groups, I'm usually the uh, rule person, and then it, being the uh, like game master in a way, or like having to be the one who abides by the rules is kind of a pain in the ass. You never win. Oh god. Oh shit. Okay, so this article happened because of an Anti Donna video. <laughs> Have you heard of Anti Donna? Me? Yes. Okay. Apparently, they did a video on explaining board game rules. <laughs> I got to watch this later on. I'll have to link it on Twitter for anyone listening. But 
Yeah, so they say, if you haven't seen it, shut up and sit down or to thank for the essential guide to overcoming the worst thing about board games, how to explain rules to your friends. This video from Auntie Donna, boys, is uh, the opposite of that. <laughs> so, um... I gotta watch. I gotta watch this video later. There's, there's nothing more to that article, but yeah, explaining board games is some bullshit. Um, no Man's Sky has mechs now. Yeah, that came out of fucking nowhere. I felt yeah. like I was like, oh, they're yeah, just pilotable just, mechs now. Like, what the fuck? Jesus, fuck! What the fuck is happening? And I, like, I need to jump back into this game. Like, I know you can Play ride creatures around and shit, and now you can yeah. pilot mechs, and it, it it's crazy. Yeah. Um, latest Ori in the Will of the Wisp patches two steps forward, one little step back. Um, so let's see. What they break now? <laughs> Launch day patch fixed many of the major glitches from severe frame rate stutter to straight up freezes. But anyone who's played over the last few weeks could tell you that Ori wasn't yet perfect. Loading map would slow loading. <clears throat> loading the map would slow the game to a crawl. Sometimes buttons would stop working. In rare instances, the screen would randomly go black for a moment. Yeah, the, the opening the map was like, like I was like, I don't know why the map like breaks the fucking game. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, today, the developer Moon Studio released a long-awaited update. For the most part, this patch addresses residual performance issues, audio buzzing, start screens, crashes, the map issue, that sort of thing. The game is smart food the game is far smoother for it. If you were holding off playing until the storm of technical issues cleared up, this is the patch you're waiting for full stop. And yes, you should absolutely play this game, but beyond minor tricks, today's update also changes some key parts of the game for starters. It's now offers multiple HUD options in addition to the standard HUD, which isn't exactly busy, but does obscure some of new ones. Eye popping beauty. You can choose to hide it entirely. This removes Ori's health, energy, and spirit light meters, but doesn't do anything for action prompts. Example, press X to talk to Moki. The HUD free option is bound to produce some museum worthy screenshots as long as you're not standing too close to a chatty Moki. Uh, there's a new dynamic HUD. With this one on, while you're running and jumping around, your screen won't have any clutter, but if you take any damage or use any energy, the HUD will pop up for a moment offering the best of both worlds you can switch between hud settings on the fly all you have to do is open up options from the pause menu and direct yourself to settings and then it also changes how they handles fast travel so you unlock a fast travel spot you could teleport back and straight for straight from the map now the ability to do that requires buying an upgrade you need to fork over hard-earned in-game currency to offer a staff wielding primate who That's looks stupid. not unlike a certain gray bearded wizard. The I like hardly use the fast travel because it doesn't like when you unlock it at first, it explains it, but you have nowhere to fast travel to. So, so it was like, well, I can't really <laughs> fast travel anywhere. And it's just like, yeah, you can fast travel. And it's just like, okay. And then I like forgot I had it. So I didn't use it for, I would say 75% of the game. So it's, Looks like you'll be able to trust fast travel from anywhere with this the upgrade. I mean, you already could. Oh, could you? Okay. Yeah, you you could. Well, because it was saying you had to use a wellspring. Not no or spirit wells. No, you could fast. You would fast travel to the spirit wells, but you could do it at from anywhere. Well, fuck! I thought you, <laughs> this entire time I was hiking my ass all the way back to a oh. spirit well. Well, now, well, I guess that's going to be the case. If you don't pony up for his upgrade, you'll only be able to activate fast travel from the spirit wells. Huh. So you'll have to buy his upgrade now in order to fast oh, travel from I mean, anywhere. Upgrades are fairly cheap. I mean, what else are you doing with those points? Buying the map icons. That's what you're buying. <laughs> it's a great game, though. It's it's one of the best games I've played 
of this year so far. It's just it's got a monumental amount of like bugs. Yeah, it, it just needs like a lot of patching. And squash for some bugs. It it's just not a stable game. <laughs> yeah. And it like and it looks gorgeous and everything, but it is like like why does this have so many problems where you look at something that is like like Doom is obviously the closest thing on my mind where it's like Doom runs at like 60 frames, loads really quick and like has zero problems opening a map. Yeah. And I know it I know it's like a bigger dev team with more money behind it, but it's like how yeah. does it look and play the way it does and you're you look <laughs> and play the way you do, it doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. To me. <laughs> Well, speaking of stable, uh, Google Stadia Pro goes free for two months. I don't think that will help them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Next-gen consoles reignite old arguments over co- controller batteries because um, they, I believe Xbox confirmed that the batteries are removable still. I think we talked about this on one of the episodes. Um, yeah, the Xbox... Uh, Series X controllers will have removable batteries, which I thought was, I thought that they were going to go into the PlayStation direction because the last Elite controller didn't have removable batteries. So I thought that was the direction they were going to go. Go good money to be the best. (laughs) I yes, I I know we're we're not we're not launching into this. Just we've already we've already discussed this ad nauseum. But yeah, so people are. uh, arguing about that again um but yeah so sony's claiming that they'll have a strong battery life so two hours but they didn't quite but they didn't quite answer how long they just said that uh i feel like they just reverse engineered a pro controller (laughs) probably um yeah i love this quote here what it comes down to is when actually talking to gamers it's kind of polarizing and there's a strong camp that really want double a's uh, Jason Ronald, partner director of program management at Xbox, said last month in an interview with Digital Foundry, uh, just giving flexibility is a way to please both sets of people. So, yeah, if you want rechargeable batteries, you can still get them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so move on to the next article. We're kind of getting towards the end here, but um, I pulled this article, but we had already kind of talked about it. Minecraft Dungeons is like a family friendly Diablo. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. I've never really been in a Diablo, but I'll check out a Minecraft thing. I'll do. I, I like. Yeah, Di- I'm on the other side where I'm like, I like Diablo. Yeah, I'll t- I'll check out a Diablo thing, <laughs> Diablo type thing. Um, <laughs> this is hilarious. Okay, I had to make sure. See what this. This is the last. Okay, so this is the last article I have here. Um, cat calmly ruins Twitch stream. Yeah, and it was with so, its butthole. It's, <laughs> um, so most cat content on Twitch runs the gamut between harmless use of animals as cute props and outright abuse. Very rarely does the mischief that these creatures house within their small frames get put up on display as it did during a recent broadcast by fighting game streamer David Ultra David Graham. While playing some Killer Instinct and chatting about politics yesterday, Graham's stream was blessed with the presence of Ajax, his orange tabby. Ajax, it seems, is smart enough to open doors. In the video archive below, Ajax can be seen entering Graham's office with all the confidence of a pet that has all its basic needs met every day. Ajax continues to vie for affection until apparently upset that every ounce of his owner's attention isn't being directed his way. He proceeds to chew through Graham's controller wire in the middle of a match. I gotta... A billion dollar idea. Tiger stream. 
<laughs> You're just a video game streamer, but with cute. There's tigers. Tiger. <laughs> they have to be within a certain like with bef- like bef- like three to six months old, and then after that, you gotta get rid of them, get new new tiger cubs, new little tigers that eat bologna. They go Walmart keep- <laughs> bologna. Yeah, expired Walmart bologna. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> uh, but Mayhem doesn't stop there. Graham, obviously amused by the situation, gives Ajax a little lecture before telling his viewers that he has to cut his stream short. Then with one last burst of disrespect, Ajax climbs on Graham's desk and knocks down his light. <laughs> uh, that's the real doctor disrespect right there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's all I have for the news. Uh, do you have anything else? Did I miss anything this I week? Can't or tell. You I can't tell. Cover been, the bases. I I haven't. Uh, you've been out of the loop. Yeah, I I. You've been no. You've been stuck in the loop. Yeah. Um. In the <laughs> it, it, news. Uh. In my impenetrable Corona sphere, uh, news doesn't quite make it in. Yeah. It also, as it turns out, a Corona sphere keeps news out. You can only get fake news. It keeps news out and fake news is the only thing that can penetrate the walls. Me in and news out. (laughs) Well, with that, we're going to end the show. So if you and if yeah, if you enjoy the show, make sure you give us a rating on Apple and Podchaser. Give us that sweet five star reviews. If you really enjoyed the show, share us with your friends. Yeah, and if you're and uh, family and cats and dogs and uh, just and your put big us on cats, repeat your on Alexa. And if you are uh, Joe Exotic, uh, put a bullet in this podcast the same way you do your tigers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. Um, no, I thought that was the other guy. That's no, he has a gas well, chamber. They- <laughs> wow. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. So with all that being said. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search for Lake Gaming Rena and you'll find us. And what else do I usually say? Uh, stay exotic. That's your, that's your catchphrase. Stay exotic. Exotic Justin yes. says, stay exotic. <laughs> that sounds like a really bad stripper name. Um, exotic Justin. Exotic Justin and exotic oh Marcus. God, that's just... That makes me feel like I have some sort of disease. Is it Marcus Exotic or Exotic Marcus? (laughs) Marcus, I don't know. I think it's time to bust out one of my middle names and go by Xavier Exotic. (laughs) That works. That that one works for sure. Um, Shit. I know there's other things that I would say. Oh, yeah. Go to our website. <laughs> Go to our website, lga.gg, where you can find where we post stuff. And that also leads to our Discord, or just type in chat.lga.gg, and you can hang out with us on Discord. It's, it's fun times uh, for everybody. If you want to email us, you can email us at social at lga.gg or social at lategamingarena.com. And you can ask us questions and we will answer them on the community engagement segment. We're still waiting for that first interview who want or first near first email who wants to be the first email ever on the LGA cast. As long as they're questions about the Tiger King, they got to be questions about this. <laughs> uh, yeah. So any Tiger King or Tiger King related questions, email social at LGA.gg. Um, and that's it. So we'll see you on the next episode. Later.
You're choosing your dog. Your laptop just fell on top of your dog, and she was just like... <laughs> she freaked out for a second, and now she just accepted her fate that she's now a laptop dog. Ha, 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 ha,